Welcome to the Lockdown Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Friday, April 17th. Happy Friday. Uh, I'm Nash Walker, your gracious host, and golf courses have been opened today. Governor Tim Waltz announcing that. Uh, Really good news if you're a golfer to go play some golf. I think we're going to go on Monday out to the links and uh, you know get some activity, walk around a little bit, try to stay active, uh, get out of the pajamas for a while. You can follow me on Twitter at NashWalker9 or at LockdownTwins for the show. Uh, all the shows are tweeted out at LockdownTwins. They're also on Apple Podcasts. They're also on Spotify. Uh, so plenty of ways to listen to me here, and I appreciate you tuning in today. This week we talked about Twins pitching prospects, and we didn't talk about the top two because I think they get a lot of uh, words and a lot of things written about them, and, and I think I talked more about them um, you know, earlier, I think we'll definitely, I mean, we're going to talk about Jordan Balzavic and, and Yohan Duran plenty in the upcoming weeks, but I wanted to focus on the middle tier of pitching prospects because I think that's where the strength of the twin system is, to be honest with you, is that middle tier of prospects, uh, the Brent Rookers, the Matt Cantorinos, who I talked about, Cole Sands, who I, uh, I'm going to tell you about what I reverted to on my article and also Blaine Enloe. Uh, all three under-the-radar Twins pitching prospects who have recently entered the system or relatively recently entered the system. And we're going to continue that today. And I, I kind of came up with this idea in the middle of recording yesterday's episode about Edouard Colina. And I will say that Yahoo Sports released an article last night. This is a side note on five players whose Hall of Fame cases could be hurt because of the novel coronavirus in Josh Donaldson was on it. If you listen Monday, I talked about Josh for the Hall and how this shutdown impacts that, the Minnesota Twins' third baseman. He needs four solid years with the Twins, I think, for consideration, and the first may be severely impacted by this uh, cancellation or suspension of the season. Funny that he was included in a similar article just yesterday that I talked about. Um, I've pivoted my article approach for tonight as well, not to the Hall case, but to Cole Sands instead. And I said yesterday I was going to talk about all these guys or write about all these pitching prospects, but I want to focus on Sands. I think it's easier for me to have a more uh, tailored focus on one of these pitchers in the upcoming weeks I might highlight more I kind of let the articles come to me a little bit um, switch it up sometimes I really feel like I know what I'm going to write about on on Friday of the week before sometimes I know what I'm going to write about on Thursday uh, and my articles drop every Friday night so check that out twinsdaily.com is a, a great resource for you right now as a twins fan new articles dropping we had, I think we have like eight a day dropping right now which is just crazy in a time with no baseball everything's being broken down the past twins the future twins the current twins uh, everything so go check it out at twinsdaily.com and my article will be posting there on Cole Sands a deeper dive into Cole Sands than we got to do this week on the show let's look at Edouard Colina who maybe has the most electric stuff of any of the pitchers in the twin system he's right up there with Yohan Duran uh, I tweeted out a video of Duran today, spring training back-to-back pitches. Thank you, Tom Froming, for that video. I edited it on iMovie and, and tweeted that out at Ashwalker9. So if you want to see Duran throwing some heat balls, uh, the twins, my twins' top pitching prospect from the Dominican Republic, Duran, I tweeted that out. So go check that out. Um, but, yeah, I think Kalina has the second-best stuff, uh, arguably, to Duran in the whole system. He turns 23 in a couple weeks, hails from Caracas, Venezuela. He was signed as an undrafted free agent by the Twins in September of 2015 he was a 16-year-old signed for $8,000 and thank you to the 2020 Minnesota Twins prospect handbook and Aaron Gleeman of the Athletic for that info. Kalina is a super husky guy. I saw him. Uh, he pitched when I was down there in Fort Myers at the Tampa Bay Rays game. I think that was March 6th was the date uh, before all of this dropped. Before the coronavirus 
this uh, really became a huge national emergency. Kalina's only five foot eleven, but he weighs two hundred and fifty pounds. Has ginormous, powerful legs. And uh, before we dive into his numbers, I want to I want to give you uh, insight into where he ranks in the twin system. Seth Stowe's our twins prospect guru. I call him and guest of the show has him 12th. Aaron Gleeman of the Athletic has him at 13th. Cody Christie of Twins Daily at 14th. MLB Pipeline has him at 16th, so all you know, pretty much in the same area. And then Tom Froming of Twins Daily at 29. And I think Tom, um, he can correct me if he's listening, but I think Tom Moore, he's the editor at Twins Daily. He likes to edit my articles, uh, doesn't edit them because they're perfect. But I think Tom edges away from pitchers who uh, struggle with their command. And we're going to talk about that with Kalina. He pitched in the Dominican Summer League in 2016 and pitched very well. Posted a 2.30 ERA, 52 strikeouts in 58 and two-thirds innings as a 19-year-old. Walked 26, walked 26, excuse me, which equated to 4.0 per nine. The control is going to be a trend here. Stay with me. Kalina pitched for the Elizabethan Twins in 2017 for his pro debut. Again, pitched to a solid 3.34 ERA, struck out eight and a half per nine, but walked 4.4 per nine. That's high. The strikeout to walk ratio was a 1.93, which leaves lots of room for improvement. In 2018, Kalina got moved to Cedar Rapids to pitch for the Colonels. In his first 15 innings and three starts there, he allowed only one run for a 0.6 ERA, 0.60, but walked 11. Uh, that's more than he struck out seven in that span, but still had an 060 ERA. Posted a 665 ERA in his next six starts and walked 21 batters in 23 innings. Huge command issues there. Did strike out 26, but that's 8.2 walks per nine innings. That's uh, that's pretty high. Uh, well, Kalina made the adjustment for the next two starts, pitched 12 scoreless innings in a row, walking only one. The walks returned on the 4th of July, though. He allowed four runs and four-plus innings against the Timber Rattlers of Wisconsin. This is the 2018 season again. He turned a corner in his next seven dazzling starts, though. He struck out 54 and 43 and two-thirds innings, walked only two and a half per nine. So really brought that walk total down. And what did it do? Helped his ERA. 103 ERA opponents hit 185 with a 515 OPS against him. Just dominance. He went 4-1 and one in those seven starts. Got moved up to Fort Myers for two starts in late August and early September. First start there was a bit rough. He allowed three runs in four and two-thirds against the St. Lucie Mets. Uh, or St. Lucie, Florida, but then he pitched pretty well in his last start of the year against the Clearwater Threshers. Pitched six and two-thirds, struck out nine, no walks, allowed two runs. Uh, finished the season, finished 2018 with a cumulative 263 ERA and 8.7 strikeouts per nine and walked a, again, high 4.4 per nine. Opponents hit 210 off him, though, with a 617 OPS, and he allowed only five homers all year. That's pretty impressive to have that high of a walk total, but still have an ERA like well below three at 263. Uh, kind of shows his stuff and, and how many uh, batters he can get out purely because of his stuff. Um, you know, it was a great season for the 21-year-old Kalina, and he was picking up steam moving into 2019, but how does he get hitters out, you ask? Well, he has an absolute heater. Kalina frequently reaches triple digits with his fastball, and we saw it during spring training in Fort Myers just a little over a month ago. His fastball is bruised Argraderol-like. It's electric. 
drives hard off toward the plate, throws massive heat. Thad Levine told uh, Aaron Gleeman at the Baseball Perspective event last summer, and Gleeman wrote this in his Twins Prospects article, that he thinks Kalina could have the best slider in the system as well. So 100-mile-per-hour fastball, 100-plus, and a nasty hard slider. Yes, that sounds like Bruce Dar Gratterall, and one can think that having Kalina in the system perhaps made Gratterall more expendable in a trade when they did trade him for Kenta Maeda. They might looked at Edward Kalina and said, hey, this is a big-time relief arm, but we'll get deeper into that a little later on in this analysis. They really are similar. Let's look at Kalina's 2019 season, though, which was a full-on breakout season. Started in Fort Myers, where he finished the 2018 campaign at high A. Struggled in his first start against the Charlotte Stone Crabs. I love going over these uh, affiliate names. Funny. Uh, He allowed six runs on eight hits and three walks. Didn't get through the fifth inning. But in his next nine starts, 57 innings, he posted a minuscule 158 ERA and struck out 56 with only 1.9 walks per nine. Look what he does when his walks are down. Look what his stuff does when he commands it. His swinging strike rate was an awesome 13% in that stretch, and opponents hit 217 with a 569 OPS against him. He carried a no-hitter into the eighth inning on July 3rd on the road against those same Charlotte Threshers that he faced a year prior. That and the dominant stretch warranted a promotion to double A about one week later, and he got moved up quickly. In his first appearance uh, in Pensacola, he continued his excellence. Uh, he started three games, won all three, posted a 125 ERA in 21 and two-thirds innings with 24 strikeouts and nine walks. That included one relief appearance. Uh, that was in his double A debut, but just outstanding start. 125 ERA, 24 Ks in 21 and two-thirds innings. Just awesome. That stretch included a seven-inning gem where Kalina didn't allow a run and struck out 10 Mobile Bay Bears. He struggled with his command in Mobile 15 days later, allowed four runs and three and a third against those same Bay Bears, um, but finished his stint in Pensacola with six shutout innings in middle relief for the Blue Wahoos. Opponents hit 158 in those two relief appearances. He was again promoted this time to Rochester to AAA, one step below the Minnesota Twins at the end of August. And I have to believe that the Twins were eyeing the possibility of deploying him out of their bullpen during the AL Central race in Minnesota. They were super aggressive moving him up. Remember, he started in Fort Myers. Now he's in Rochester, 22-year-old. Uh, turned him into a reliever at the end of the season. Answered the question uh, in a negative way. He allowed nine runs in four and two-thirds innings in Rochester and in two relief appearances uh, to finish the season. Never saw Minnesota last year. He was probably set to start this summer, 2020, either starting for Pensacola or relieving for Rochester. And I've mentioned this before. When does the reliever conversion stop for Thad Levine and Derek Falvey and the Minnesota Twins? I would hope that the Twins are trying their best to keep Kalina as a starter until he shows he just can't do it. Um, So the 2020 Minnesota Twins prospect handbook and I agree that Kalina probably would have started, hopefully started plenty of games at double A with a handful of starts for the Red Wings in Rochester is what uh, the prospect handbook wrote. Again, Thad Levine told Gleeman that he thinks Kalina is an under the radar pick to do nasty things to the AL Central soon. Looking at his splits, Kalina held right-handed batters to a 201 average and 520 OPS last year, but lefties hit 268 with a 754 OPS. And if we compare him with the current Twins pitcher, Kenta Maeda, the Twins starter who is extremely stingy against righties in a different way, he doesn't throw over 100, uh, has held them to a 575 OPS 
and lefties to a 750 OPS in his career. With very similar numbers to Kalina last year. I think the development of a changeup is huge for Kalina. He can continue to work on that pitch in order to get slugging lefties out. And I mentioned that Sands, another right-hander, is pretty good against lefties because of his changeup. And I think the biggest things for Kalina moving forward will be that changeup and his command. When he struggles, it's very simple. He isn't throwing strikes. And this is another guy who is very raw, similar to Bruce Dargrader. He throws over 100, like I said. Hard-biting slider, hasn't fully developed his command of those pitches yet, and he's only 22 years old, so it makes sense. His raw stuff is super exciting, so what does the future hold? I think the question's going to be simple as well. Is he going to be a starter for the Twins or a reliever for the Twins? I think his overall health, because his delivery is quite violent in a similar way to Gratterall in that way too, uh, Gratterall also had elbow and shoulder problems. His health is going to be key to this question, as it is with every prospect and every player. I think his developing changeup is going to be key as well. His consistency with his command is going to be super important. I think the worst-case scenario for Eduard Kalina, he's throwing 100-plus with a nasty slider out of the bullpen for the Twins. Best-case scenario, he's a cog in the starting rotation with serious upside. He's super raw, like I said, but he's shown flashes of absolute excellence with his stuff. He pitched in Fort Myers, gave up two runs in four and two-thirds innings of relief, struck out three and walked two. Very small sample in Fort Myers this past spring, but... Altogether, I think there are so many similarities between Gratterall and Colina. And I don't want to say Colina is a poor man's Gratterall, but uh, I think he is. Uh, he doesn't get as many swings as mi- swings and misses as Gratterall. Um, you know, maybe doesn't have consistently 100 mile per hour stuff. If he were to be a starter, I think he's more in the 96 to you know upper 90s range, which is just fine. But you know, you see Gratterall pumping 100 as a starter consistently, and and that I think that's yet to be seen from Kalina out of the bullpen. I think he consistently can throw 100. He did it in spring training, just absolute gas. But uh, I think there are a ton of similarities here, and I think we shouldn't look past the possibility that the Twins saw Kalina in their system, a guy who really had a great. 2019 season and is coming up quickly through the ranks and could join the team as soon as 2020 and said hey we got this guy Brizdar Gratterall we love the arm we love the raw stuff but Kalina is kind of similar he's kind of the same and we'll take Kenta Maeda we'll take four years of Kenta Maeda over six years of Brizdar Gratterall and that makes it a little bit easier when you have a guy like Gratterall in your system in Edouard Kalina so uh, yeah, I think the biggest question with him, is he a starter or a reliever? Is he going to come in and, and throw 100 with that slider out of the bullpen soon for the Twins? Or are they going to try to continue to move him along as a starter? His health, as I mentioned, is going to be key in that. His command, consistency with his command is going to be huge in that because he's struggled um, so far with consistency. He was better last year for sure. Um, limiting walks is going to be huge in that. And uh, I think you know the jury might still be out on that question, but right now he's looking really good in the twin system, and he's another under-the-radar arm. And uh, I know Aaron Gleeman talked about him on Gleeman and the Geek with John Bonus, great twins podcast, had mentioned uh, Kalina could be that guy as well, they said in their mailbag. So uh, I think you know the the people are starting to recognize and and. Um, notice Kalina in the Twins system, and I think it's rightly so, and I think he's going to join the Twins uh, a lot sooner than maybe we believe uh, if the 2020 season gets going and they need some extra arms out of the bullpen or if they need um, guys to come up during injury. I think Kalina could be on that long list, and, and I'm very excited to see what he does. Thank you for listening today. Thank you for listening this week. Check out the other podcasts if you haven't. Matt Cantorino, Cole Sands, Blaine Enlow. Uh, today, Edouard Colina. Really fun prospects to talk about. I've enjoyed looking into these guys, and I can honestly say I have more knowledge than I did at the beginning of the week. My accounting professor always asks, do you know more now than you did when you walked in here? 
uh, I certainly know more now than I did starting this week about these Twins pitching prospects, and there's still so much to learn. I haven't watched these guys pitch enough, um, but I, I, I've seen enough to know that they're very exciting, and the Twin system is, this is the strength of the Twin system right here, the four guys I talked about this week, the depth, um, the sheer just talent that they have uh, under those top five in Larnett, Kirilov, Duran, Royce Lewis, and Balazovic. So uh, I hope you enjoyed listening about the prospects. I'm sure we're going to be jumping more into prospects in the upcoming weeks. Hopefully there's more news on when maybe a season will start, and uh, you know I'll talk about that. Hope you're staying healthy. Maybe get out and play some golf this weekend. Um, enjoy the, hopefully, Minnesota. I think it's going to be warm here in Minnesota, and if you're elsewhere, I hope the weather's nice there. Uh, thanks again for listening. I, I really appreciate the listeners. I've, the numbers have gone down in the last couple weeks, which is absolutely expected. I'm not listening to as many baseball podcasts without you know with the season being um, so uncertain, but the, still really really solid audience and i really appreciate you guys listening every day or or when you're able to listen and uh, i really do hope you're staying healthy in these times thanks again for listening have a great day and go twinks